Thanks. We're just going to take a look at something right now out of God's Word. And we want to look at that story about Nathan when he confronted the king. It wasn't just his friend he was confronting. He was confronting the king of his country. So it was a tough job that had to take place. So we're looking at 2 Samuel. There's two chapters there, 11 and 12, that tells really the whole story that we are looking at today. I've got my Lowe's shirt on because I happen to be a Jimmy Johnson fan. I actually, some have accused me of being a bandwagon, but I I became a Jimmy Johnson, Johnson fan the year before he won his first championship. So I have had, out of all sports, this is the only sport where I have a champion to cheer for because I am a Kansas City Chiefs and Royals fan, so I don't even wear their colors very often. But as we have been looking at, you know, my dad also had, he had old cars around the place all the time that were, he always was going to fix them up, restore them. But he never had, most of the time he, he didn't have the time to do it. And so they would sit there and get in worse and worse shape. Sometimes he'd fix them, fix them up a little bit and then he would stop and they would once again turn back into rust. We can neglect our own lives in the same way, our spiritual lives. We can neglect our spiritual walk in a way that will cause us to never get to where God wants us to be. Now, King David, he had come to a place where it was an incredible, difficult time in his life. Now, he didn't, he thought he was just cruising because he'd sent the guys off to war and he was in the palace and there was not much for him to do and he was looking out his window one day, and he saw a beautiful woman. And he said, man, I want to meet her. I'm the king. He'd gotten prideful and kind of used to his own, all the things that had been handed to him, even though he had been an incredibly blessed individual throughout his life. But here he was, he'd been king a while, and he saw this woman that he wanted to meet. He had her invited to his house, and the Bible talks about pretty much how he fell in love with her, and he wanted to marry her. The problem was she was already married. And the king decided, well, I guess he thought, I'm the king. I guess I'll just do whatever I want. And so he arranged to have something happen to this woman's husband. In fact, the man was a a soldier, a good soldier, dedicated. In fact, David brought him home to try to trick him into going and seeing his wife so that he could make an excuse for why the the woman was going to have his child, David's child. But the man wouldn't go home. He said, how can I go home when all the soldiers are out there? I can't do that to them. It's not fair. And so David's plan didn't work on that front. So he told the the general, put Uriah at the front of the battle lines. And that's exactly what he did. And the man was killed in battle. And so David thought he had gotten rid of his problem. Something we need to do today in our lives and that David needed to do, that ne- that needed to be understood, was needed to face the truth. He needed to be restored. In Psalm 51, we see the verses, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Psalm 51 is really David's response after this whole event took place in his life. And we use these verses in our lives to to help us to overcome things that we go through. We've even made songs out of some of these incredible verses. Create in me a pure heart, O God. 
And that's a prayer that we all cherish when, when we're in a place where we need a, a restoring and a cleansing and a renewal. Psalm 51.12 is just two verses later. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. You see, David had a great heart for God, but he'd let something, just selfishness, boredom, maybe some of his own corrupt thinking get the best of him. Now, we again have to realize that we need to face the truth in our lives. It's sometimes the hardest thing in the world to to be honest with ourselves. And that's why we need friends who will be honest with us. And we need to welcome friends into our lives who will be honest with us. And restoration comes from that support group, that the people that you're closest to, who you trust with your very life. And when they speak words of of uh, warning into your life. Pastor Jeff preached on rebuke last week. And this is a great example of the story of rebuke. But what it leads to is the incredible part. So David thought he'd done all this stuff in secret and that nobody was going to find out about it. But in fact, God spoke to Nathan, the prophet of God, also uh, an advisor to David, someone David trusted because David truly did love God, but he let his self and his self-centeredness get in the way. And he loved his friendship with Nathan because he knew that Nathan loved God and wanted the best for their relationship and for their lives. So, Nathan gets told by God exactly what David was up to. And God put it in his heart to go and tell David to confront him. But when he went and confronted David, he didn't just walk in and start pointing his finger like some prophets you might think of would do. But instead he came in and he, and David welcomed him and he said, let me tell you a story, David. There was this guy who had a little lamb that he loved very much. He was a poor man. His neighbor had all kinds, had hundreds and hundreds of sheep and cattle. But he was, because he was wealthy, but the poor man had one little baby sheep. And he loved it like a pet. In fact, the man cuddled it in his arms. He let it play with his children. He let it drink out of his cup. Now, how many of you have let your, your pet drink out of your cup? Okay, we have a few that are actually admitting it. I don't, I'm sorry to bring that up today. <laughs> But this guy would let his pet drink out of his cup. David was listening to this story and Nathan went on. He said, you know, though what happened was the rich man had a friend come over to his house and instead of going and getting one of his own lambs or calves or cows, he went to the neighbors and got the one little lamb and took it and killed it and cooked it and ate it for supper with his guests. And Nathan kind of just stopped right there. And David couldn't believe it. He's like, tell me who this is. This is horrible. He needs to be punished. It was just a little lamb. But David, the king, said, I'm the king. I can do something about this. You tell me who it was. And Nathan said, you are that man. And David was like, what? I don't remember any lamb. What? And, David, and Nathan said, Bathsheba, the woman that you took. From Uriah is that lamb. And you have betrayed God and his trust. You have betrayed all that God has placed in your heart to do. And and how to live your life. And David realized that he was speaking the truth. That's something we've got to do. We've got to speak the truth in love. But we've also got to listen to the truth in love. 
There's a two part there. This sometimes is the easy part. Speak the truth. But we also have to remember to listen to the truth in love. It's, oftentimes we'll go tell, it's easy to see the, the speck in someone else's eye. Or the, yes. But we'll have a, a board, a two by four in our own. God wants us to remember that we have, everything we do must be done in love. We need the Holy Spirit's guidance when we speak the truth and when we listen to the truth. But it has to be totally enveloped in the love of God so that we are helping one another, not hindering or hurting one another. We need friends that will tell us the truth. And King David had that kind of friend. And when Nathan said to him, you are that man. It says in 2 Samuel twelve thirteen that David responded with these words. I have sinned against the Lord. He was totally, his eyes were open and he totally saw what he had done. It wasn't even the deeds themselves that were as bad as his, the wall that he had built between him and God. See, he had always been so in touch with God and he realized at that moment he was no longer in touch with God. And that was what he wanted more than anything else at that moment. I want my father back in my life. When David confessed, I have sinned against the Lord, Nathan immediately said, right there in the, in the verse in your, in your Bible, it says, yes, but the Lord has forgiven you. Nathan recognized that God had moved in his heart in life, that God had changed him as soon as he realized that he wanted his father back in his life, that he wanted to be restored to that perfect love with his father. Nathan said, that's all that God is looking for. And that's all that God is looking for in each of us is that broken, Sorrowful, sorrowful, that what we call contrite heart. We can't grow without honesty. You may say, I don't like people to tell me what I'm doing wrong spiritually. You know what? If you, if you don't let people that are close to you help you see your weaknesses and your sin, if you can't let people around you be honest with you about how you're living your life for God, you cannot grow. You're going to be stuck right there forever. You have to be open with that love of God to allow people to speak into your life. There's some incredible verses. Isaiah 61, 7. Instead of shame and honor. Instead of shame and dishonor, sorry, you will enjoy a double share of honor. Instead of shame and dishonor from the sin that you've committed, when you have a broken heart before God and a sorrowful heart, you'll enjoy a double share of honor. You'll be, you'll, you will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. You see how God does it? He doesn't just take the Webster's definition of restore, making you as good as you were before, making you as new as you were before. He makes you twice as good as you were before because He loves more than anything a person who will turn from their evil and their sin and say, God, I can't do this without you. And when we allow him to come in, he wants to give us twice as much as we had before. Acts 3.19 says instead, it says now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. This is what David was experiencing. And times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord. And he will again Send you Jesus. You feel like there's something keeping you from being close to God. There's probably things in your life that you need to get right. 
It goes on to say, your appointed Messiah, who is Jesus. He must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things, as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. Aren't you glad that someday all things will be restored? That's the kind of God we serve. He's not going to ever leave his work undone on this earth or in us if we will just get into his plan. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths. He bringing honor to his name. That's right out of the 23rd Psalm. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. So our challenge today, in order for us to be restored, we must be able to be honest with each other and more importantly, honest with ourselves and with what God is doing in our lives. There's another verse I I just love. I didn't put it in the notes, but you'll recognize it. Isaiah 40, 31. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. The King James Version, remember that? It says, but they that wait upon the Lord. We're going to wait upon the Lord right now as the worship team comes to lead us in some more times of just talking to Him through song, worshiping Him through the words of our music. But also I invite you to take time. If you feel that there's been some obstacles in your life that have kept you from having a good relationship with one another, that have kept you most importantly from having a relationship like God designed with Him, this is the time. Don't wait any longer. Talk to God so that He can complete His restoration process in your life. Pray that God will help us to respond like King David did. And pray that God will help you find Nathans and help you be a Nathan to others.